What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Angry Officer. Uh, it's January 21st. Uh, it's the day after uh, President uh, Biden was uh, his inauguration. I just want to talk about s s some things that are happening now. Um, it's been happening, continues to happen. And so there's just a couple things that I just want to talk about. So somebody please explain to me what the hell is going on in this country right now. And this is not a left. This is not a right. This is not a Republican. This is not Democrat. Um, that, that's, this, this, is, this is an American problem. This is not if – you, if you know anything about the, the Bill of Rights and our Constitution, this should concern you. And I do not, I do not care – what side of the aisle you are on, okay? And what I'm talking about is this um, suppression of speech and censorship. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. So we've got, here we've got the President of the United States, a former President of the United States, Donald Trump, who is either loved or hated. It doesn't seem to be a whole lot of in-between. And you've got half this country, it seems, that is okay with him being censored. This is the leader of the free world. This, uh, how you can be okay with, with him being censored is beyond me. Not just him. You've got lots of conservatives are being censored. So my question is, you need to ask yourself this. If you think that that's okay, then you need to ask yourself, one, do you, I'm going to ask you, and, and you need to think about this. One, do you know what the First Amendment says? The First Amendment of our Bill of Rights, it's, it talks about freedom of speech, freedom of, of religion, the freedom to peaceably assemble, and those things are all under attack. Every, all, all, all three of those points that are all covered in the First Amendment are under attack right now, and they've been under attack. And I'm just, like I said, you, if, you, if this doesn't concern you, then, I, wow, you need, to, you need to probably rethink your position on... Uh, being an American, honestly, I mean, that's the fund. That's what gives us our individual rights. It's the first amendment of the bill of rights. Okay. The whole purpose of the bill of rights was to ensure that we all retained our personal freedoms, our personal rights. They were not going to be infringed upon by a one central government. Okay, so the Constitution was was ratified. Um, you had, I mean, I'm not going to get into a bunch of history here, but look this up. This is this is it's right. It's it's there for everybody to see. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to do the research for you. You should. We should all be involved with our country and and with our. Uh, we should all be involved with these things that are going to affect our freedom moving forward. And some of us are getting older, but you know what? I have grandkids now, and I am fearful for my grandkids and the freedoms that they are not going to have, the liberties that are they are losing left and right. And, you know, it's not like they're going to come out one day and say, hey, we, we now are getting rid of the First Amendment or the Second Amendment or the Fourth Amendment. They're not going to do that. But what they do is they chip away at it little by little. And then pretty soon you're going to be scratching your head saying, what the hell happened? How did we get to this point? And that's what scares me. I want my... I want my kids, I want my grandkids to have freedom to choose. Personal freedom to choose what's right for them, what's right for their life. 
Okay. And we, of course, I want them to choose right. You know, I want them to choose the right path. You know, I want them to do, be righteous and I want them to do those things. But guess what? It's their choice. It's, they're here to, to make those choices and they should be able to make those choices. We don't need a government to make those choices for them. Okay. And that's what's happening. So first amendment is under attack. Now here's the argument that I always hear everybody say, well, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, those are private companies and they can do whatever the hell they want. And, and my, my answer to that is you're right. Does that make it any less dangerous, any less dangerous? I mean, I don't think so. Maybe it's not a violation of your, maybe it's not a civil rights violation, right? If Facebook wants to ban uh, President Trump or anybody for that matter, you know, what happens when Biden, you know, pisses somebody off at Facebook and they decide that he's not following their, you know, the agenda that they believe should be followed in this country and they decide that they're going to ban him. Are we going to be okay with that? I'm not. I don't, I, I agree with very few of Biden's policies, but I don't think he should be censored. There's a lot of, there's a lot of politicians that I flat don't agree. I flat out fundamentally, fundamentally disagree with their policies. And you know what? I don't think they should be censored. There's been a ton of lies that have been told over the last four years. And this isn't just me making this up. Okay. It's out there. You should know this. Um, and I still don't think they should be censored. We should be smart enough to choose for ourselves. We should be able to hear what they say, use some common sense and look around us and say, yeah, I don't believe what they're saying. It doesn't seem right. If it doesn't feel right to you, chances are it's not. Okay. So, you know, we've got Facebook, Twitter, those all the social media. The other problem is, is you have four social media companies roughly that control all of social media, all of it. Here's a good example of that. You had Parler, right? So you had you had you had Facebook and Twitter that started saying, you know what? We don't like the we don't like conservative speech. We think that they're radical and they're right. You know, the radical right. We don't we don't like their speech. So we're going to start centering. I know this is true. I've I've had the notices on my stuff saying, hey, what you're saying is isn't exactly correct. You know, they're they're fact checkers. Who, by the way, are have opinions and they're biased and not very good fact checkers. Okay. And um, so I've had that happen to me. So what do we do? We say, okay, well, we're going to start our own platform. We're, you know, we have, we have conservative people who say, well, we, you know, we, we, we need a platform too. If you don't like us on your platform, I mean, we don't think that's right. We don't agree with it, but okay. And we start our own platform. So next thing you know, you have Parter that pops up and Parter gets millions of people join Parter and they leave some of the other platforms. And next thing you know, you have Google. And Google controls two-thirds, roughly two-thirds of the operating systems on cell phones. And they say, we're no, we're not, we're, we are no longer going to carry or allow, I should say, we are no longer going to allow Parler to be on our on our operating system. So then you have Apple who controls the next third 
basically between Apple and between Google, you're talking 99% of the operating systems on our cell phones, on our smartphones, are, are controlled by those two companies. Okay, that's a problem. Um, and here's and, and and like I said, this is this is why it's a problem. So then you've got those two companies who don't believe just because they the the, the owners of those companies, the the boards, whatever you want to call it, the CEOs, whatever, the founders, just because they don't believe in the things that are being said, it doesn't fit their personal agenda. Just because they don't like it, they're going to say, well, we're not going to allow you on our platform. So, so now you've got, um, you know, now you've got Parler who's like, okay, well, that's a problem, but we still have web base. We still have all that. Well, then you've got Amazon who decides to come, you know, who comes along and says, and Amazon's the one that's hosting their, you know, all their, they're on their servers and, and I'm not a techie, so I might be getting some of this. I mean, I might not be saying the technical terms correctly, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so now you have Amazon that comes along and says, well, we're not going to. We're no longer going to allow you to be on our servers. We're not. We're not. We're no longer going to um, host your website. So Parler's gone. I mean, so just like that, between between three companies, Parler's done for now. No, we're hoping they're going to find a way to come back, but they're done for now. So, so that that leaves that leaves. The other half of the political spectrum unchecked. They can say whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. And there's nobody there to check them or to counter their arguments. And that's not right. That's not good for our country. And I don't, like I said, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. If you think that's okay, you probably ought to rethink some things. Because I'm telling you, that is not right. It's not just me. Don't just take my word for it. I'm not the only one that that, that thinks that it's not right and that it's, it doesn't just scare me. I mean, here's a quote from George Washington, and he's talking about freedom of speech. And this is and this is in quotes. If freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. That's George Washington. What what the hell does he know, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, he's not the only one. He's not the only one of our founding fathers who had who had some stuff to say about uh, about free speech and what and what they thought about it and how important it is. You know, and I and I I always tell people there's a reason why the First Amendment is number one. Okay, there's a reason. Um, when you when you control the speech, when a government controls the speech, or even a business for that matter, like I said, just because those are private businesses doesn't make it any less dangerous. And when they control speech in our country, they control what people think, what people believe. They 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 control the narrative, and that's dangerous because I hate to say it, and this is probably going to offend some people, but you know what? I, I don't care. Um, if you're a sheep. If you if you just follow what people tell you and you don't look around and you don't use common sense and you don't use your head and you don't do your own research and you just follow what somebody tells you to follow, you're a sheep. And believe me, I hate to say it, there's a whole hell of a lot of sheep in this country. And it makes me sad. And I think it's, I mean, and they're good people. You know, they're they're just these are people that are going about their daily business. They're 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 working their you know they're working their working hard and they're you know trying to support their families. 
Um, and it's easy to just say, gosh, life's okay to me. I'll drive to work. I, nothing happens. I go to work. I make get my paycheck. I come home. I buy my new car every once in a while. I get a nice flat screen TV. Life's good. I don't need to worry about all this stuff. Uh, okay. But, but don't complain when someday you're scratching your head as an old person, you know, as an old man or old woman, and you're looking at your grandchildren, you're like, damn, everything that they do is dictated by the government. And, and, and those of you that are, might be thinking, that ain't never going to happen in the U.S., wake the hell up. Um, there's lots of examples. You know, the, the people in Germany never thought that was going to happen to them either. They were duped, right? They were duped. And as a result of that, how many millions of Jews died? I'm not sitting here saying that Joe Biden, you know, I'm not going to pull that. That's, that's, a, that's a political, that's a political, you know, that's political fakeness. Um, to start, you know, to start saying stuff like, oh, you know, because you know, you had a lot of people that say Trump, Trump's a, you know, Trump's he's he's like Hitler. He compared Trump to Hitler. What what a joke. What a, how ridiculous is that? Okay. Um, so I'm not going down that road, but I'm telling you, you know, that stuff can it, I use that as an example. That can sneak up on you. And you've got to be aware of the things that are happening. And are, and I'm telling you, it's not just the First Amendment either that's under attack, people. Not even close. I wish it were that was the only one it's not even close okay first being under is under attack first amendment's under attack right to free speech right to peaceably assemble i mean here you've got so let's talk about the capital riots or you can call them riots i don't call them riots because when you have five hundred thousand people there and 50 of them cause a cause a, a scene um i guess you can call those 50 rioters but the other four hundred fifty thousand are not rioters Okay, the other 450,000 are there expressing their First Amendment right to peaceably assemble. There's, you can look it up in the news. There are so many officers across this country, police officers. These are men and women who, who pledge. I mean, a lot of them pledge their life, right? I mean, when you, when you, take, that, when you take that oath and you, you are pledging to defend the Constitution of the United States... Um, and many of them defend that with their life. They certainly defend it with their mental health, their well-being. You've got these officers that are there that are there expressing their First Amendment right to peaceably assemble. They didn't go into the Capitol. They didn't throw they didn't hurl bottles at the at the Capitol police. They didn't do any of that stuff. They were just there to to show their support for a president that they feel like did a great job. If you believe in the views and the values, if you believe in those political values, like I do, conservative values, then you you are happy with the results that we got from President Trump. I'm not talking about his attitude. I'm not talking about his personality. I'm not talking about any of that garbage. Okay, that's irrelevant. We're talking about policy. Okay, so you're there. You're expressing your, you're expressing your, your freedom, your, your freedom to peaceably assemble and these guys are getting investigated with their departments, and many of them are on administrative leave, and many of them are many of them are getting fired. Fired? Are you kidding me? They're getting fired for expressing their First Amendment right. That should that shouldn't just make you upset. That should scare you. You know, now so now you've got these, you've got these certain political um politicians that are calling for the oh how did they put it they said that the conservatives need to be reprogrammed 
reprogrammed. Number one, nobody in this country should be programmed. So it, it, let alone reprogrammed. Okay. And right on the right on mainstream media, these people are, are saying it right in front of us. They're basically saying we need to censor these people. We need to reprogram conservatives. There's lists. There's lists that politicians have of conservative supporters. And there's there's these kooks in Washington that are saying we should we should gather these people up. Are you kidding me? Give me a break. That should that should upset you as an American, not as a not as a liberal, not as a conservative, not as a Democrat, not as a Republican, as an American. That should upset you and it should scare you, frankly. It's pretty clear if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know, and I, I mean, I've said it, I'm a conservative. I know what my political values are, and that's how I base my voting. What what are their policies? What are their political values? That's what you should be looking at. And if you don't know what your political values are, if you don't know what your political, you know, what you believe in politically, then you really ought to sit down and start thinking about that. You should know how you stand. You should know where you stand on the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. You should know where you stand on big government. You should know where you stand on taxes. You should know where you stand on foreign policy. You know, I, I'm a huge, I, I loved, I loved Ron Paul, of course, you know, the left and even, even the, even the Republicans thought Ron, Ron Paul was a, a quack because, you know, he's so conservative in his views. But you know what? I didn't vote for Ron Paul. You know why? Because I didn't like his foreign policy. That was it. Other than that, I loved everything else that he did, that he stood for. But I, because I feel strongly about the United States, we are the, we are the most powerful nation in the world. Still, by far, we have the biggest gross domestic product, okay? The biggest economy. People still use our currency, okay? The dollar is still the world currency. And we, not only are we the best nation, we are the richest, we are the strongest, we are the, in my opinion, most righteous nation ever. And because of that, I think we have a moral obligation to help others in other countries that are less fortunate, Okay. That wasn't that wasn't really his view, and I had a hard time with that, so I didn't vote for him. But I know the point is I know what my political values are. I know what I stand for. Okay, abortion. You should know where you stand on abortion. Now you're never going to have a candidate that's going to follow all of your policies to the T because we all have different views, we all have different opinions, we all have different. That's fine, but I'm not a Republican and I am not a Democrat. Um, personally. I find both of those a bit offensive. <laughs> you call me a Republican, I'm not going to be happy about it. You call me a Democrat, I'm not going to be happy about it. Okay? I'm neither of those. I do not. It, it just so happens that because of my political views and my values and my what, the things that I believe strongly in, I tend to vote more Republican because they tend to align more with my political values. But you should know where you stand on these things. You should know where you stand on them. Now, whether you're left or right, you should, if you believe in freedom, if you believe in this country and you believe in our constitution, you believe in the Bill of Rights, and if you haven't read those things, please read them. You should know what they are. You can read, you can read the Bill of Rights annotated, and you can read the notes of our founding fathers and why they did what they did. I've read all that. I, I study that stuff actually fairly often. It fascinates me, but I also believe so strongly in preserving that for us to move forward as a 
as a great nation like we are still. Okay? So you need to know what those are, in my opinion. You should know. And you should vo- vote accordingly. So you've got these, you've got these mainstream media that are calling out right, right in front of everybody. They don't even hide it. They're calling out um, for conservative values or conservative viewpoints. Of course, they call us radical. Somebody explained to me what's radical about being a conservative. This is what I believe in as a conservative. I believe in freedom of choice. I always believe that I should have a choice how my life is ran. That is up to me. The government doesn't need the government. You know, you have the you have the uh, New York Mayor de Blasio. Mayor de Blasio thinks he's so smart, thinks he knows what's best for the people of New York that they can't make their own decisions to the point where he outlaws he allows he outlaws sodas in New York that are over twenty ounces because because they're bad for you. I'm a freaking adult. If I want to drink sixty four ounces of a soda three times a day, that is my choice. That's my choice. Don't take that from me. That's first of all, it's way overstepping his bounds as a governor or as a mayor or as a whatever. Okay. That is ridiculous. You get California. California at some point talked about outlying, you know, trying to ban Oreos and Twinkies. Are you kidding me? That's my choice. Okay. My choice. If I don't want to get it, if I don't want to get a flu shot, I shouldn't have to get a flu shot. If I don't want to get a, if I don't want to get a, a, a vaccination for this pandemic, I don't need, I shouldn't have to get a flu shot or I shouldn't have to get this, this, this uh, vax, vaccine for a pandemic. So freedom of choice. I'm all about freedom of choice. I'm all about freedom of expression. I'm all about freedom of speech. I'm all about freedom of religion. You should be able to, you should be able to practice religion in this country however you want. Now I had mentioned that I had mentioned that there's a there's a, a an assault on freedom of religion as well in this country. You had you had certain people in the in Congress who would not say God. People are being sworn in, right? Do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. They wouldn't say it. This country was founded on the belief of God. Now, I, I get it. There's atheists. There's whatever people. That's fine. They're the, mi- they're the minority. Since when do we change everything in our country for the minority? Give me a break. Okay? So that's under attack. Of course, freedom of speech is under attack. The, the right to peaceably assemble is under attack. I just told you about those officers who are being charged and are being investigated for, for merely being there. That's it. That is their right. That is their First Amendment right. Okay, Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms is under attack. People ask, what do you need an assault rifle for? None of your damn business. The fact of the matter is, if I'm a law-abiding citizen, it's none of your business. If I want to go shoot cans, that's why I know, whatever, that's my choice. If I want it to sit in my closet until, until some crazy guy tries to come through my door and, and hurt my family, then that's my choice. It's none of your business. It's a second amendment. We have that right. We have the right to protect our families. We have the right to protect ourselves. I'm going to go one step further. Not only do you have the right, you have the freaking obligation to do that. It's your obligation. The police aren't coming. They're coming after the fact. 
I mean, we if we could be there before, we would love to be there before. But guess what? That's not how it works. By the time somebody's coming through your front door and you're calling the police, if you can even get to a phone to call the police before they come through and assault you, um, by the time we come, guess what? The crime's done. It's over. They're gone. We're now we're now investigating. We're trying to figure out who it is, why they came in, what they did. It's after the fact. Very rarely. If we happen upon that while it's in progress, it's because we probably got lucky. I hate to say it. I wish we I wish we knew, wish we had a crystal ball. That's not the way it is. You have an obligation to protect yourself and to protect your family. Or at least you should have the choice to do that. Okay? That's under attack. Fourth Amendment. The right to be secure in your homes. The right to be the right to not be arrested without probable cause. The right to not be searched without probable cause and without a warrant. Or there's extenuating circumstances. So I'm not going to get into all that. I could, believe me, and I will because I, I it's it's so important, so important. But look what we had happen in our country for four years, for four years, four years. There's been this misinformation about Russian collusion and about Trump being a, basically a Russian spy. It's all a lie. It was all a lie. All the information's out. All, everything's been released. All those documents have been released. So if you're one of those people that thought that was true, you better start reading some of the declassified documents, okay? The still, the still dossier, it's all a lie. Those FISA warrants that were granted were based on a lie, okay? That's a direct violation of the Fourth Amendment. We can't, we can't search you. We can't wiretap you. We can't do any of those things. If you have a reasonable expectation of privacy, we can't do those things without probable cause an affidavit we swear to, and a judge signs off on that. Okay? No, it was a lie. It was based off of a lie. That is a direct violation of the Fourth Amendment. And guess what? Nobody's being held accountable. I've already talked about accountability. There's none. Nobody's being held accountable. That was a lie perpetrated by the media for four years. Have you heard me once say we should have, we should have restricted their speech even though they were spewing this garbage? No. No, that's for you and I to decide. If you want to watch that certain news news station because you like the newscaster or you tend to believe what they're saying, whatever, that's your choice. Okay, I'm not, it's a slippery slope and I, we, we're slipping right off the edge here. And I, seriously, I, I just can't understand for the life of me how people think that that's okay. It's okay for, it's okay for our politicians to say we need to gather up, we need to gather up the conservatives. Everybody, most people I know are conservatives and they're wonderful people. They're not liars. They're not out. They don't want to hurt. They want to live their life as free as possible. I don't know what's so radical. Somebody has to explain this to me. What is so radical about being a conservative? I already started this. I'm for freedom. I'm for self-individual freedom. I'm for individual choice. I'm for the right to bear arms. I'm for, I'm for small government. I do not need the government to tell me what to do. I do not need the government to protect me. Every time I turn around, that is not what they're, that is not what our federal government is here for. It was never meant to be. It was never meant to be that. They were never meant, there's a re, you know, if you really want to dive into this, you need to look at the anti-federalists and the federalists. This was our founding fathers. They were kind of split up into two groups, federalists and anti-federalists. Federalists wanted a strong central government. Anti-federalists wanted strong states because they were afraid that a, that a federal government would be too powerful and would take away our rights. Well, guess what? They compromised. The anti-federalists who did not want to sign the Constitution, 
agreed to sign the Constitution on the on the notion that soon after it was signed, there would be there would be some amendments that would protect individual rights and and give more give more um, power to the states. Guess what that's called? The Bill of Rights. The ten, first ten amendments. Okay, because we had opposing views. But guess what? They came, they met in the middle, and they came up with a document. They came up with these two. They compromised, and it worked. Those things will still work today if we let them, okay? And for free enterprise. Let people, let people's imaginations, let, let them build businesses. That's, that's what makes America, one of the things that makes us so great. Get the government out of the way. Get out of the way. I had a business back in the mid-90s, and, and the amount of hoops that we jumped through, I had no idea. I was a young man then, in my 20s. I had no idea until I actually did it. And trust me, it's I'm sure three times as bad now. Okay, get out of the way. We don't need, we don't need government regulations. We don't need government oversight in everything. We're smart enough to do that on our own. Okay, I'm for charity. I'm for real true charity. And just so you know, taxation is not charity. Okay, that's redistribution of wealth. I know we need taxes. We need to pay for infrastructure. We need those things. I get it. But that is, when you tax me to give to the guy who, who doesn't want to work because he's, because he's freaking lazy or because he's whatever, he doesn't want to go out and better his life, that's redistribution of wealth. And that doesn't work. Because what it does is it kills motivation of those of us who are working hard and trying to make things, trying to make life better for ourselves and our family. You're going to take my money and give it to somebody who doesn't want to work? That kills motivation. It doesn't work. Okay? I'm for freedom. I'm for free enterprise. And I'm for pro-life. Pro-life. And Okay, here we go. I got it. I've heard, them all. I've heard all this before. Oh, you're pro-life? I thought you said you were for choice. I thought you were for freedom of expression. I thought you were for freedom of choice. I am. Your choice is to keep your damn legs shut. Your choice is to keep your, to keep your man parts in your pants. Okay. That baby deserves, deserves to be born you're taking away every civil right that baby is entitled to, God-given rights, when you abort it. doesn't even have a chance. Okay? You want to have sex before your marriage? That's your choice. Use protection. Okay? That's what I'm for. I'm for life. I'm a police officer. I've, I, I, I took an oath to preserve life. I'm for life. Okay, and I know it's I know it's a I know it's a delicate subject. I get it, you know, because then you the, the first argument everybody wants to throw out there is what about rape and incest? Well, what's the percentage of women that are having abortions where that's actually why they're having an abortion? Very, very, very. I don't know what the percentage. I know it's very, very, very low. Very low. Guess what? I had a child before I was married. You know what happened? 
I was 20 years old. I was 19 years old. You know what happened? I found out that my girlfriend was pregnant. You know what I did? I said, damn, time to man up. I made it, I made it, I made a decision right then and there. Never, never was my child going to pay for my mistake. Lucky for me, my girlfriend, who is now my wife of almost 28 years now, by the way. Luckily, she felt the same way I did. She was only 18. Nope. The, the thought of aborting that little baby never even crossed either one of our minds, ever, ever. We knew our life was changed. We knew, we knew um, our life wasn't going to be, wasn't going to start out from an easy place. But if you've listened to my podcast, you know my life didn't start out from an easy place anyway. So whatever. That's an excuse. Okay. And we made that choice. And I'm telling you what, what a beautiful person. What a beautiful person she she is. What, think of all, I can't even imagine all the blessings that I would have missed if I had made that choice. Luckily for me, it just never crossed my mind. Now, listen, I'm not, I'm not, there, there are probably people out there who've made that, that awful decision or that tough decision. And I'm not here to judge. That's not my, that's not what I do. I am not here to judge. That's between you and your God. Know what you stand for. Know what you stand for. Okay. Right. They, uh, a man named Alex Stamos. He was a, he was part of Facebook. He's, he just come out and said on national TV, on, on, on mainstream media, he just came out and said, we need to, we need to basically take away two conservative, what he thinks are conservative news programs, uh, Newsmax and one American news network. He doesn't like, he doesn't like the stuff that they're saying. So he thinks they should be banned. If again, I know I've said it, I'm going to say it again. If you don't have a problem with that, boy, somebody somebody needs to explain that to me because that should be something that we are all concerned about, every single one of us, okay? It's a direct violation of our First Amendment. Um, and even if it's not, it's a private business, okay, I get it. I, I've heard it before. It's a private business. It's actually not a violation of our First Amendment. I agree. Our, our, our Bill of Rights was there to protect us from the government, from government overstep from, you know, but doesn't make it any less dangerous. And when you have a certain amount of companies but control all of that media, that's a problem. Um, maybe we need to break them up. Some of us remember the phone company, right? Controlled all the phone lines, controlled everything. The government came in and said, nope, that's a monopoly. That's illegal. We're not going to let you do that. And you know what happened? I remember what happened. We got competition. And all of a sudden, all these other phone companies popped up. And guess what? Prices went down. Um, service got better. It created competition within that industry. I think we're maybe we may be there. We may be there. I, this stuff it gets it, it it concerns me. Like I, it pisses me off. Like you know, I'm the angry officer. Things like this make me angry. I don't understand. I don't understand why this is so hard for people to to get. Okay, again, don't make this about left and right. Don't make this about Republican Democrat. If a Republican, if a conservative, was was calling for these things. I would be just I would be just as against it because it's wrong. Let's make it about right and wrong. It's wrong. Okay? Let's get past these these stupid titles that we want to we want or these stupid, you know, 
we want to we want to we want to group ourselves in these in these groups i guess we want to, we want to we want to say oh well, i'm a, i'm a conservative i'm a republican i'm a this i'm a democrat i'm a liberal i'm a leftist we need to get rid of it we're americans if you believe in a freedom and if you believe in america and if you love this country we need to stop worrying about our pride stop being stop worrying about whether you're right whether you're wrong okay as far as your political views i've changed my political views i've had i've had things where i've thought about it and people have, people have brought up people have brought up opposing opinions for something that i maybe thought one way about and and i sat back and said gosh you know what that's a pretty damn good point and i reevaluated my opinion on a certain subject but again it's always based off of my core values my core political values uh, I think I've got my point across. I hope. Um, I hope this. I hope this. This isn't meant to offend. This isn't meant to. But it. It, it is meant to get people thinking. It is. We have got to stand up, people. We have got to stand up. We've got to get these. We've got to get these crooked politicians on both sides. We need to get them out of there. And the only way we're going to do that is to start standing up and start objecting to things that we just don't think are right. And that's every one of us. We, we no longer can afford to just mind our own business when it comes to politics and just figure, eh, you know what? doesn't matter what I think. doesn't matter what I say. doesn't matter what I do. We, can't, we cannot have that attitude any longer. And, and that attitude makes my head want to explode anyway. It always has. I guess it's my personality. We just can't do it. We can't afford it. Our kids can't afford it. Our grandkids can't afford it. That's it for, that's it for this episode of, of The Angry Officer. Again, I appreciate you tuning in. You know, I, I do this because I'm passionate about it. And hopefully you can, you know, fill that in, in, in my, you know, in my podcasts. But um, so help please spread the word. Again, if you have anything you want to talk to, if you, if you, if you want me to talk about, if you want to comment on something that I've said, send me an email. Okay. Theangryofficer at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe, maybe you know, whatever. I'll, I'll consider talking about whatever. And uh, um, I think the, I think the important thing is that we start talking. We, we don't need to always argue. We don't always need to be right. But we need to start having, you know, we need to be civil and we need to be able to talk. We need to take emotion out of this. We need to, we need to, you know, it's easy to be emotional. But the problem is when we get emotional. Sometimes we don't always make the right decisions. It's okay to feel strong about something, but um, I don't know. I've just I've never understood how people can base all of their voting, what they vote, how they vote on emotion. I just I think that that's a dangerous thing. But anyway, um, thanks for tuning in, and have a have a good day. And I'm out of here.